Welcome back, everybody, to the Star Wars podcast, where we talk all things Marvel and Star Wars. Please take a moment to check our show notes to find our social media, merch, and more. Today, we are recapping Kenobi in full spoiler detail, so if you haven't seen that third episode, I would get out of here. And I'm here with uh, my Imperial Transport. <laughs> Wait, Tommy, who's that? I don't, I don't know. I feel something's wrong in the Force. What's, what's happening? Is this is this Stark the... Wars pod? <laughs> yes, I've been waiting for this day. Oh you, no, <laughs> you made me like this. Oh. It's Darth Podcaster. It's Darth Podcaster, aka Chad is back, baby. That's right. We talked Bad Batch last time I was here, and now we're talking about the baddest batch of them all. Uh, Kenobi, ha! Honestly, it makes sense that the Bad Batch made you turn to the dark side. (laughs) What a, hey, what a step up here, Chad, uh, coming from Bad Batch to Kenobi. I mean, like, this is really, uh, from rags to riches for you. Then I also talk Hawkeye with you guys, too, because I did Slay Bells that one time I was here. That's true, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, (laughs) But canonically, Star Wars, I went from Bad Batch to Kenobi. I I feel like I was in the, uh, feel like i was on like the uh the the, the d league and now i'm here in the starting lineup now <laughs> well chad um i want to get your brief opinions here on kenobi as a whole we're halfway done already which is unreal yeah uh, really wild. what have you been thinking um it's pretty great i mean uh darth vader was my favorite character in the original trilogy and obi-wan kenobi is my favorite for the prequels so it's just great seeing these two characters interacting again it's just it's just a very, very good show. I was very excited when you asked me to come on this episode because this is the first this is the big battle. Like this is the I'm sure the first of many to come, but we got a battle today. It was awesome. As soon as Darth Vader shows up, I was just like, oh shit, I'm covering this episode. Oh hell yeah. So I'm excited. Awesome. Uh Tommy, uh, you know, I think I think we were both coming in hot on one and two. You know, it was it was a good start. Uh, did, did three keep up the pace for you? I think for me, it, it maybe a little under. Um, it didn't. It didn't. I wanted to build off one and two. One and two was very nostalgic for me. It had had the feels. Had the big switch with with Leia being the thing. I think with this, it felt kind of like a lot of it was filler. Obviously, the end with the battle was incredible and and fun. Uh, and I think I want to see more of the focus on Darth Vader and. and obi-wan's relationship and i think at times i felt like they spread themselves too thin they're like but we got to cover these like potential rebel people and we got to cover these people and 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 uh other than that i would say like i still am like enjoying the ride of obi-wan it's just how i think i would have uh liked to see a little bit more focus down in in this episode yeah i i get that um with that being said i mean it is like we're fine i feel like we are into the meat and potatoes a little bit i think the first half is a bit slower and then we start to get into some of that stuff but i will say like when i was coming into it i was like listen this is this is the anakin and obi-wan story that's what i want to focus on but there's been like this underlining story that i that nobody saw coming uh and that had to do with leia uh, little baby leia and oh i uh, thought you were gonna say it was the big uh big uh reveal that of zach braff the mole that's what the rest of the series is gonna be about right this mole creature yeah. that guy the worst face in all of star wars just to be clear yeah like, i would have i would have hitchhiked from somebody else i'd have been like oh we'll get somebody else never mind his lips have fingers like what is this <laughs> I think that's how moles work, right? Don't the moles have like little like 
That's how aliens work. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe alien moles. Maybe yeah. moles are aliens. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, I think Leia is is definitely shining. Like for uh, a kid actor, a- actress, like she's doing great. She's really she's really vibing the Leia energy that you expect. Um, and, and and I think her chemistry with Obi Wan has been nice. Yeah, uh, Darth Podcaster. Uh, what do you think of Little Leia here? I, I, I've heard some like there's been some uh, controversy online about whether or not it's an awesome role and they're enjoying it. What do you think? Uh, she's doing great. You know, I mean, I don't really like you know besmirching children, uh, especially children actors in general. But uh, if she was doing as bad a job as that one kid from Phantom Menace, I'd tell you because that was awful. She this this kid though, she's doing a very good job as young Leia. Um, and the chemistry between her and Ewan McGregor is very, very good. And I think that came out a lot, um, during this episode in particular, like I actually got kind of emotional when he was like, when he was talking about how he looks into her, her, her eyes and he sees her mother. Like, I was like, Oh my gosh, that's so, so touching. So I think she's doing a very good job. Um, Ewan McGregor is like acting his ass off for the show though. Like he's just doing such a good job. You can tell he's like, so enjoying very much being Obi-Wan again. So. I don't know. I have nothing bad to say about this. I mean, I, I do think maybe it started a little slow, but I think that the last three episodes are just going to be pedal to the metal the entire time. So I'm looking forward to seeing Darth Vader and Obi-Wan interact again. And I'm just excited for this whole thing. Yeah. Little Leia, she just gets it. I think that's the thing. It's like, I, I feel the respect from her as an actress that she's putting on yeah. screen. Like, I think she understands the weight of what she's doing by taking on the role uh, that Carrie Fisher once had. I think she understands what it's like to connect with Ewan McGregor. Like, and I, there's just power there. Like, there's a lot of power um, that I love. And there's so many things that I can't wait to get to in this episode. So if you guys are down. Uh, yeah, this, I, uh, this I, kid Leia, this kid Leia was a layup, as they say. <laughs> nice. Yeah, thank you. I think that, I don't know if that's a compliment, though, is it? I think it's, I mean, it's, it's so good. It was such a great, it was just a layup. They just laid a great, easy choice. Yeah, I'm, I feel like yeah. a slam dunk. A well, yeah, like but easy. but I can't I can't make a pun about uh, layup. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Uh, this layup really laid it down with a slam dunk. There we go. Maybe, <laughs> nailed goes. it. Nailed it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tommy, you were gonna say something? Yeah, I think like any other criticism I've seen, I honestly don't think it. I think it's less on her. I think it's more on the writing. There was a couple lines that I think they just gave her that like anyone would have struggled to read because I think like it's more on that than I think on on the little girl. And give give kids a break, all right? It's not like she said. Now this is pod racing. At any point the episode, right? not uh, yet. Anyway, Darth Podcaster. Not yet. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, now this is podcasting. We're going to dive into the episode. Yes. Um, we start off here with Vader being assembled into a suit. Um, cool. I, I mean, yeah, just chills, you know, just so excited to see him back. Um, I was getting a little nervous, Tommy, because Tom, uh, Josh last week said that he thought this was going to be the Vader-centric episode. And I was like, oh, we're starting out. This is it. He was right. He was right. I know, but this was incredible. I could watch just like specifically this version of him putting on his suit was just so cool. Um, it, it just gave the vibe you needed. I think that's the thing is like, regardless of how I felt about the episode, the Darth Vader vibes were there and just the feeling of dread. I felt that from him, you know, reminded me of one of those like YouTube videos where like the content creators are like, welcome to my getting ready with me video where they, they like walked them through like their morning routine. 
Like it was like we should have listened to like Hayden Christensen be, being like, "Well, time to get ready with Vader." And it's just every day I start out by by sitting in my Panther tank for a solid two hours, just scoping about, just thinking about how I want to kill Jedi. And then I and then I proceed to put on my armor. I start with my gloves first, so that way it covers up my horribly burned skin. Like it's just. Uh, is Darth Vader just uh, on the show MTV Cribs? Like he's like, I, all right, hey guys, this is where the magic happens here yeah. in my throne room. Well, welcome to Vader's castle. I've yeah. got a lava wall over here. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> this is going to be such an unhinged episode. Um, I did want to touch on this because it's interesting. Um, who was credited? for the voice of Darth Vader was James Earl Jones. Yeah, he's back, baby! Well, hold on. I mean, listen, I'm happy for that, but, like, then what's Hayden Christensen? A glorified stuntman? He's just like, a stuntman! <laughs> like, it's been so hyped up that, oh, Hayden Christensen is back! It's like, is he, though? Like, we're not gonna see him. Does it reveal that, like, I don't want to speculate too much, does the mask come off? Is that not the best role for Hayden Christensen, though? Yeah, Seen, God. not heard. Like, isn't that just the ideal scenario? You take the best part of Hayden Christensen, which is he was cool looking and good, and you put him there, and then you take the best part about James Earl Jones, which is the voice, and bam, look, you've got the best of both worlds. I was loving this. We saw him in that little envision uh, at the beginning of the earlier episode where he was just standing there, and you could barely see it. Much like when I came on the podcast, you can only see this much of him. Like, you saw him there? Perfect. Okay, I mean, fair points. Uh, I, I think we have designed the perfect person. So. Yeah. <laughs> Give him some. You know, I think we'll hear him speak. I think we'll hear him speak without the mascot. But uh... You heard him speak in the beginning of the episode. Did you hear him? He said, he said uh, if you're not with me, you're my enemy. He said it, it was almost like they just took the clip from the third movie and just put it right in. Like, it was, <laughs> it was so similar. I, I took me right back. I thought I was there again. Did he just decide to have a base in Mustafar? Like, was he just was he just like I will just stay here now <laughs> or or not Mustafar or wherever that place was? Did yeah, he just like far. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Did he just decide like I, I I've been burned to a crisp, but you know what? This actually might be a good place to settle down and just set up like <laughs> a little base, like. Well, yeah, I think probably there was probably a couple hours before Palpatine reached him, so he probably was like looking around. and He's like, you know, the longer I'm here, maybe, maybe this is it. Maybe this is yeah. where I belong. As soon as he put on his armor and could like talk and walk again, he was like, first thing we must do, get me a nice plant to put in the corner. That will really spruce this place up." <laughs> so, so to be fair, I think Miss Ford does have a lot of connections yeah. to the Sith. Um, we even see it in the new trilogy, like Kylo's going there to get the Sith Wayfinder. Like uh, I think it's like um, it's like kind of like their their home home team right there. There's I think it was like what the scariest planet villains could live on. Oh, Mustafar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe there's actually a VR game that like kind of delves into it, and like there's a little bit of like there's a former Sith that had a love. Not to spoil the whole thing, but there is it's a really fascinating story uh, about Mustafar and what happened to them. And no Jedi is going to visit it because it's much too far. That's fair. No, it's um, moves too far. Moves too far. Oh, okay, I see. All right, we're in trouble, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yes, Vader is talking to the third sister now, and he needs her to prove herself. Uh, and if she does, if she can find Kenobi, she'll be the new Grand Inquisitor. Is this like, has this always been her? Like, I because Tommy, I know last week we talked so much about like, her motivations and what she's doing. Is that it? Is that what she's truly after? Is she just want to be the Grand Inquisitor? Yeah, I, I, 
I think it goes deeper of like, I think I'm kind of on the bandwagon of, I think that she was a former pa- uh, a Padawan. And I think like uh, Anakin saved her. And now he, she sees Anakin as this like mentor to her, uh, Darth Vader as that mentor to her. So I, I think that's where this is coming from of, you know, I think her goal is to be his apprentice. Now does Darth Vader ever give that to her? I don't know, but that's what I think she wants. I mean, they're, are they, she's not like, super she's like much younger than hayden christensen right or am i or am i wrong to assume that she she looks very young to me i don't know anything i don't know the age of the actress or the character for that matter but like she's got a very young face i feel like she's i mean maybe she had a young little kid crush on anakin skywalker from the jedi days and then anakin skywalker turns evil and she's just like Sign me up, baby. Last go. time I checked, you, Bay's dead. Now I'll slide right in. Like, you know, maybe. Her Jedi journal just had tons of drawings. <laughs> and like, of Anakin. Reva Skywalker. <laughs> Dear Reva. Diary. Dear Diary. Today we killed so many villagers in Tatooine. He looked so adorable when he force choked somebody. Oh, XOXO. <laughs> Hope the, the future, Mrs. Vader. This is Vader. Uh, yeah, so we come back to Obi-Wan here. He's meditating. Um, he even mentions Qui-Gon here. Um, but I, I think the real, the, the, the best stuff again with Leia here. Uh, they're going to pretend to be father and daughter. They're farmers. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Leia's like constantly schooling Obi-Wan. Yeah. Yeah. Can I, can I call my shot here? I think we yeah. see a, a Qui-Gon, a force ghost by the end of this episode or by the end of the series. Oh, I think it's one of the last things you see. I think yeah. the last thing you, one of the la- last episode, one of the last things we see is Liam Neeson, like, like in the thing saying something. I think he'll say something like, uh, maybe what he'll do is maybe he'll show up next episode, right? After they've swiped and snatched away princess Leia, like the bad guys, maybe he'll force ghosts into like the hall and he'll look at Darth Vader and he'll say, I've got a unique set of skills. Skills that make me very dangerous for men like you. If you return, if you return the girl, you'll never hear from me again. And he just goes full taken with it. And then, and then, and then, like, maybe that's what it is. I mean, it fits the plot. So, yeah, I think yeah. that works. Well, I mean, what's then, weird, what's weird to me is that why wouldn't he show up now? Like, well, well why would uh, Like, He's yeah, shy. But uh, I think he has to because it's like I always hated in the third movie when they like mention that just so that it makes sense, you know, that there's forest ghosts later on. And I'm like, well then let's see it. And so I guess I'm saying, let's see it. Come on. If there's a point to the show, you gotta you gotta tie that up. Let's see uh Obi-Wan get advice from his former mentor. Maybe he's got stage fright. Maybe. Maybe, maybe he'd like Sorry, Obi-Wan, I would have been here much sooner, but I got a Force Ghost haircut, and I think it looks pretty silly, and I'm just... I don't want you to see me unless I was looking my absolute best. So I forgot about this here. Um, we actually do get a brief glimpse of Hayden Christensen. We, uh, uh, Obi-Wan, I guess, like, he's having he's seeing, like, a mirage, and yeah. it is uh, Anakin, and, you know, he's sitting there with this head on, which, again, it's kind of like, all right, oh, I, like, they're calling him up, they're going to get him on the Zoom call, it's like, okay, uh, Ewan, Hayden, we're looking at doing a show involving you two. And actually, um, Hayden, we're actually going to have somebody else do your voice. And also, we're going to have like a six-foot stunt double that's going to do the body. And you're just going to show up in the hood. 
Might be the best acting I've ever done in my career, I'm in. <laughs> Finally, the hate mail will stop. You know, maybe it's just a teaser to the, maybe they'll have a full. Maybe like, they'll have a Hayden Christensen will get his own Disney Plus show. Well, maybe maybe he'll like have a, like the, the this memory version of uh, Anakin will, yeah. will, will come up more because like, it is interesting, right? It's like this, it's, I like the focus on Obi-Wan really dealing with this, like, I messed up. It's on him. He's not blaming Anakin. He's blaming himself. And he's haunted by the ghost of, of his, his, you know, uh, of Anakin, his brother. And, and I think it is interesting uh, as much as like, yeah, let's see Hayden. <laughs> like, let's just use him more. Yeah, I'm sure one of the next three episodes will be a, a big Hayden episode. I feel like it has to be because, I mean, jokes aside, you're right. What's the point of bringing him back if you're not going to have him yeah. at least speak for one episode? Like, <laughs> yeah. So, um, also, this whole this whole thing was hard for me because it's it's so clearly Joshua Tree in my head in Cal because like I know, know the location very well and I'm like this is so clearly Joshua Tree. It was very hard for me <laughs> to, to watch these scenes. Yeah, it's not my favorite one. That like the, you you get some of this in the Mandalorian as well. Um, like I I think about the scene when Mando first meets Boba Fett. Like that I forget what planet they're on. Um, but they're at like that little temple for Grogu. But yeah, it's it looks like they just drove out behind LA and shot that. So yeah, I feel that too where I live. Every time I watch these shows, I'm always just like, oh, that's Dewey Street off of here, Michigan. <laughs> Love Dewey I know that Street. town. I know that town. The, the the whole scene where you know Vader's dragging people through the force through the sand. I'm just like, oh, I can see my house. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so next year we get the uh, third sister. She is traveling to see the Inquisitors and she's basically filling them in. She's like a Vader's mouthpiece at this point. And uh, you know, she's telling him to send out the probe droids. But uh, the other Inquisitors, what are they, jealous? I mean, yeah, I think there's like an order to this, right? It's like she's jumping the line. He's yeah. the next in line. Yeah, they all want to be Papa Vader's favorite. Yeah. Yeah. So a little bit of jealousy there, but uh, we'll go back to Leia and Obi-Wan here. Uh, Leia waves down a nearby vehicle, um, and this is where we get Freck, I think his name is. Freck. Um, <laughs> interesting character. Tommy, you like Freck. It's funny you would think. I To me, it's just like, it's so weird to have someone who's just not trying to like, yeah, love the Empire. Like, <laughs> it, it, it's, it seems like these, it's hard for me because it's like, it almost makes this like when they're, I don't want the stormtroopers to be humanized. They're supposed to be killing machines that just are evil. And so when they're just like chilling with this farmer and they're like, they look, they seem like bros. You think they have poker nights? Like that's my, they oh, I feel like they definitely have poker nights. Yeah. yeah. They have game night. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was fun. Zach Braff loved that he uh, voiced the character. I think that was very fun to have him in here. And uh, good on Leia for having come up with this quick lie about the whole like dad thing. I think that was like, Again, just kind of showing some well, of the chops early on. Well, it was Obi-Wan, right? Who, who, had, who had the charisma saving throw at the end when he accidentally gave away the the, the story. Yeah, he uh <laughs> so the stormtroopers come on and um she he's like he's like trying to give their story and Leia will like interrupt and like kind of expand on it in a greater form. But I think the big moment was when <laughs> Obi-Wan called her Leia, which yeah. I was like, come on, man. Was, or no, we call her. Yeah, you got her. Yeah, he called her Leia. Yeah, yeah. it's Luma. It's Luma. <laughs> and then, and then the gosh, stormtroopers are so stupid. They're just, they're just so stupid. 
it's hard for me to it's hard for me to feel bad about like anything that ever happens I'm bad to a stormtrooper because they're horrible and they're stupid. Yeah, Tommy, you call them killing machines. I don't know if that's the first. Well, it's more like I just don't humanize them. Just let them <laughs> shoot right. at random things. Like, yeah, you know, it, yeah. it's. I think they're starting to do this more and more, and it's like with all the characters, it's it's uh, it's hard. I really, I wanted to, re- I wanted to really like uh, Freck for a hot minute. Like, I really was like, oh, I hope I like this guy, and then I immediately see like the Empire logo, and you're like, oh, never mind. Yeah. He's a bad guy. He's straight out of, like, he is such a Mandalorian character. Like, we get a lot of these characters in the Mandalorian that are, like, uh, they're more, like, quirky, uh, like the blue dude. Yeah. And, uh... Well, I think he could have worked as a great sidekick. I think having him be a fun, friendly, but with the enemy was, like, a weird twist. Like, it's, like, it's cool twist. Like, they, like it, you know, it flips it on its head where you assume he's going to be their friend. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, he's just a friendly, but he's with the enemy, so I don't like him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So um, the stormtroopers leave here, and Obi Wan and Leia have a little conversation here, which is very interesting. I actually, um, uh, we talked about uh, like Padme a little bit, uh, and she even asks if Obi Wan is her dad. I think, which is like uh, that's very funny. But I, I think the real highlight here for me is when she asks about his family, and he mentions like he gets he like has he left at a young age, but he has like, he can picture them a little bit. But the one thing that kind of blew my mind is he said that he had a younger brother. There's another Kenobi out there. Yeah. A little bit. That's ben, has a, ben has a brother named bill. Is that like the natural? Yeah. Uh, brother named ben is bill. bill Kenobi. <laughs> oh, I'm Jedi. bill. I'm bill Kenobi. I'm not a Jedi. I'm an accountant. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like, I want like I feel like it's not a coincidence that they slipped this in here because yeah. they've never talked about Obi Wan having a brother before, so um, it seems like not an accident. I feel like that's going to be important later on. With that being said, it's like there's no way Obi Wan Kenobi's brother is cool. Like, you think his name's Obi Wan? I'm <laughs> because he's a brother. <laughs> he's a brother. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like he's the younger brother, so yeah, I, mean, I guess that would make sense. Yeah. Also, oh, then he'd be Baby Wan. I'm Baby Wan Kabrobi. I'm getting out of this. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we stop here at an Imperial checkpoint. Um, the Stormtroopers and call over the Viper Droid. This is kind of cool. This is a yeah. fun scene, right? Um, yeah, so the Viper Droid is scanning Obi-Wan's face, and uh, he knows what's up. So he shoots the thing down, and... Uh, yeah, he he makes quick work of these stormtroopers, these killing doesn't, machines. Doesn't go full lightsaber though. Just just yeah. starts pulling out a blaster. Uh, so uncivilized, just starts blasting away. Yeah, they're saving this lightsaber. They would they they want that moment where he unsheaths it and you see Obi Wan's back, baby. Yeah. Can we skip ahead a little bit though? Now that we're on that I topic, I like you're right. I feel like they were saving that lightsaber moment, but. I don't know if I felt it. I yeah yeah I feel that. My, and I get my, I get like so I heard the comparison like it's it's this fight was like Qui Gon's fight with Darth Maul on Tatooine and then they have the cooler fight later on. I think that's gonna we, happen. We, yeah, we're going that way, but still like we were saving we were saving like this the, this reunion between the two. We were saving the lightsaber. Like there was a lot, um, and I just feel like I don't know. You got to get it so right because it's like already the moment. 
if if you just leave it as episode three, jump to new hope in that battle, and there's no meaning in between, that's already iconic. It's already epic. So it's like if you're gonna add all this stuff, it's gotta be perfect because you're you're adding you're you're changing the lore in such a big way uh, that I, I agree with you. Like you know, jumping ahead, there's a there's a couple things in that battle. I'm like, oh, this could have been a little. The the fire was the big thing for me. That's what breaks it up. You can't. You're just gonna leave. You've been searching for this guy for ten years. Yeah, and you're just gonna leave him there. I wish. Right, I, let's, I let's, wish. <laughs> I wish when Vader showed up. Like I wish, like the first time they meet and they're both staring each other down. Instead of the immediate just lightsaber shoots out from Vader, I wish he would have went, "Hello there." We gotta get a hello there at some. We point. have to. That yeah. would have been hilarious. Imagine just Darth Vader just hello there, Obi Wan. <laughs> like bam. Greatest yeah. scene of all time. Done. Yeah. So um, they that oh, this is a cool scene during the uh, the stormtrooper fight. Um, shoots the stormtrooper off the the thing, and he like gets sliced in half by like the energy beams. That was sick. That was like whoa. I was like that was wild. Yeah, cool um, action here. Yeah. Uh, so they they think they're out of the out of the out of the woods here when they kill all the stormtroopers, but then a stormtrooper carrier shows up. And more come out, and they're like, "All right, man, time to give up." But uh, no, Tala, Tala's here to save the day. Yeah, Tommy, you you like Tala? Yeah, I think Star Wars uh, casting. Just watch Game of Thrones. We're just like, all right, what what a- actors and actresses? I mean, it's great. It's a great. Like, I'm so glad to see her back because I really liked her character in Game of Thrones. So, uh, yeah, I will say, I was like. Oh my god, this is a massive cameo. I know this character. Where do I, I like that? She's been in other things. I was like, oh, it's just Game of Thrones. It's not like a Star Wars thing. <laughs> but yeah, I thought this was fun. And this is where I think the episode starts picking up for me of like, okay, we got there. We got to where we need to go. And now we're in this like underground, uh, you know, rebel taking people out of the city thing. You know, it's like, all right, I, I can vibe with this. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know if anyone else caught the uh, the Quinlan drop name drop. I was gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah that was so cool. Oh. Yeah, big Quinlan boss fan. Uh, for those who don't know, they uh, they kind of buddy up in some of the Clone Wars episodes. Uh, Quinlan, he's very much like uh, he's like the hippie of like the Jedi. like he kind of marches to the beat of his own drum. Um, I would kill to see him in this. I don't think we have the time for it, but you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I do like the idea that star wars just starts dropping names and lore and stuff and we don't need it to become a bigger thing but just use you have that there just use those names it's it's cool not to the people that know it's like if you know you know if you don't you don't uh and uh yeah i thought this was fun i also i am so sorry audience i didn't mention i don't think we talked about this in part one part two i am a huge lola stan love it probably one of my favorite droids now I just love the whole design of it. This little like uh, fluttery thing. I, I'm a huge fan. Ten out of ten. It looks like like a toy that I would have had in like the '90s, like uh, something of like the Furby family tree, but not necessarily a, like you know like an animatronic type. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. A tom- like like if, if like your if your Tamagotchi came to life. Yeah, something like that. There you yeah. go. That's a- <laughs> you have to constantly feed it in actual food every fifteen minutes, or else it dies, and you're just like, oh my god, die already! And it's just like, blah, blah, wait, blah, die blah. already? Yeah, because it's, an, it's annoying. I mean, my <laughs> only one that just was always be like, God, I wish this Tamagotchi would just. So like some away. people, some people like play The Sims and they like just do it to like kill their Sims. Like you did that with Tamagotchi. No, I was the opposite. I tried to keep them alive, but eventually I'd be like, Oh my God, I've come too far to just give up. But 
Oh my God, would you just pass away already, okay, Tamagotchi? Yeah. See, I was terrified of Kirby's or Furby's, but not Kirby's. Furbies? Furbies. I was, I, I kept mine in my. Cl- I got one. I was like, okay, this is fun. Then it got scary, and then I threw it in my closet, piled a bunch of clothes on top of it, and I, I just <laughs> left it there for. I was just like, you're, you're gone, Furby. I don't want you in my life anymore. And then I was like, That's... Tommy, let me out. Ah! It's like the scene from Mitchell's versus the Machines, where I don't know if you guys have seen that, when the Furbies come to life. Uh, yeah, was, yeah that Furbies was Tommy's nightmare. Furbies, yeah. are, Furbies are pretty terrifying. Yeah. Well, they're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine? Maybe, maybe it's like a mechanical you machine. Now. You wait till the Furbies attack, Michael. Do they have any Star Wars Furbies? Hmm. I, they probably do. I, feel like like a, I see a Princess Leia one with the little buns. That would be fun. Yeah, there's a Chewbacca one here. Um... I guess that's the only one that really makes sense as a Furby. I'm gonna look at Princess. I'm surprised an Ewok Furby is not a thing that exists. There's a Vader one that looks fan made though. Yeah, I think there's a lot of fan made because I see a fan made Princess Leia, but yeah, too bad. We'll have to. uh, Yeah, audience, if you anyone out there feeling feeling generous, I have a birthday coming up at the end of this month. So if anybody wants to buy me the Chewbacca uh, Furby, that would be awesome. Everybody's gonna send you a Chewbacca Furby in the yeah. No, but end up like yeah. twenty of them, <laughs> and you have to put them in your closet. And, and they will time. form an army, and they will overpower you. And one day we'll come on this podcast to record, and there'll just be a bunch of Furbies sitting there in place of you. And we'll yeah. say, "What'd you do with Michael?" And they'll just go <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but going back, I do appreciate the droids. I even like the other droid that we saw in this episode. Uh, yeah, Ned B. I wish he would have like splattered that stormtrooper with the hammer. Like I was like waiting for it. I was, like, that hammer was so cool though. Just like the hammer yeah. behind the back. I was like, oh, this, that droid is so badass. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna ready for hammer time, baby. <laughs> yeah, we definitely need more of him in episode four. I hope he like comes part of the crew. So that that would be awesome. Uh, need more Ned B with his hammer. Yeah. Ned B, Ned B, that's me. And my two best friends try to do the impossible. Oh, Create yeah. a guide that'll help you survive being hunted down by the Empire. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I loved all this stuff. I think the the uh, I think this was like a good like. All right, hey, there's people out there. I, I did like a little bit of the Rebel of like, there's still hope. You know, like it's out there. People are trying to fight up against the Empire. Just more, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 and um. This is, I guess, this is when uh, Vader shows up here. You know, Obi Wan there. He senses a disturbance, and um, this is so dark. Like watching him like walk through the streets, like just force choking people, like grabbing them out of their homes. Um, and it was all like I think like the best part is like he, Vader knew what he was doing, right? Like he he knows how to get to Kenobi, and I think like that was a tactic to draw him out. More oh, so definitely, than yeah. yeah. And I was like, that's just so metal. Yeah. Well, and who is it very much like Reva going like attacking the townspeople, knowing that that uh that would cause a Jedi to come out? Like it's like it's very not like the Inquisitors, which almost like she's following the Darth Vader path, which is you know by any means. Uh, yeah. And I I think that's what yeah he just did not care. He knew that this would would uh, affect Obi Wan, uh, and if it didn't, you know who did, how he doesn't care. He's so far gone. He's lost everything. Yeah, if it doesn't, then whatever. <laughs> Yeah, so um, Obi-Wan tells uh, Tala and Leia to uh, run off, and they do. And uh, this is, do, they, do we go straight to this little, uh, where, where do they go here? It's like a, 
these sand dunes. I don't know. Yeah. Again, like here's the other thing: is like I don't know if I like the location of their meeting. Like, no, it was smart. You see, Obi Wan did it on purpose because he knew that uh, Anakin's big enemy is sand. So you just put, <laughs> you make him surrounded by sand dunes. He's just throw so thrown off. It's over, Anakin. I have the sand ground. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I wasn't ready for any of this. <laughs> it works. You underestimate my power, Obi-Wan. <laughs> Don't try! <laughs> oh god. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. The uh, I guess they get this first meeting together and Obi-Wan's like, what made you this way? And he's like, you made me this way. Which, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, again, this is like, I, I think so much like it's just, it's interesting, like what levels of character we are getting from Vader in this scene. And it's like, you can just, based on all of his actions, everything he's doing, how petty he is in the fight, like he's like so hurt, right? And that's like, he's so hurt that he was betrayed by his brother, even though it was vice versa. But he, he's looking at it as if he was betrayed. And um, like, he is just, he's here to make Kenobi feel every bit of that. Well, I think, yeah, it's exactly how he's feeling at the end of episode three. Like, none of that went away of he blames Obi-Wan because he can't blame himself. Because, you know, so he's blaming Obi-Wan for everything. Obi-Wan's the reason Padme's dead. Obi-Wan's the reason that uh, Anakin's body is destroyed. Obi-Wan's the reason that his kids are gone. Like, everything is Obi-Wan's fault. And it's and I think to your point, it's also just feeling hurt, betrayed. But he's, he's the one that betrayed everyone. <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice if, like, um, towards the end of the series, like maybe the last episode when they fight again, there's like a moment where like, you know, Darth Vader has like Obi-Wan like beaten, right? Kind of like he did this one, but instead of like dragging him through fire, which I thought was very metal, instead he like takes off his helmet and it's just Hayden Christensen just screaming at him being like, you were my brother, Obi-Wan, I loved you! Like doing like the exact scene, but flipped it. And it only, obviously it's just a warped version of the truth from Anakin, but like, it'd be cool if that was like the case, because I do think that there's a lot of pent up anger and sadness that is waiting to spew out of Darth Vader here at some point. No, that's a good point. I would love to see the roles reverse there. I find it fascinating that like Obi-Wan is pure defense at this point. He has no interest in fighting Vader. He's trying to get away. Like, um, and I, I have a feeling like if I were to guess, you know, like, it's been hyped up. This is like the the rematch of a lifetime between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader, right? So like I feel like we're gonna get a much more mutual fight later on. But for now, and I'm curious what it's gonna take for Kenobi to go from like I'm getting away from this guy as far as I can to I'm gonna kill this guy. I think he's gonna think Leia's dead. I think something's gonna happen and he's going to believe that Leia is this dead, dead or or captured or something. And I think that's what's going to happen. Maybe maybe he has to like break into where she's hidden and that's where he is. And he's like, you know, just gunning down stormtroopers trying to get laid, but standing in the way is Vader. Maybe that's what fires Ooh. him up. But I think we got it with Leia being taken. I think that's what fires him up. Yeah, yeah. Good good call there, Chad. Oh, um, all my calls are good. Listen. <laughs> come on. <laughs> that's why you're here. Yeah. Um, okay, so this is what, this is my biggest complaint of the episode. Um, we cut back to Leia and Tala, and Leia just completely talks Tala out of the obvious here. You know, Kenobi left to defend Leia. He was willing to die for Leia. He knew what he was walking into, and Leia's like, no, you have to go help him. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I'll leave this defenseless child alone. Yeah, yeah, good point, actually. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Uh... 
he's an adult. This is a child. <laughs> if you're going to pick one to save, stick with the kid, right? Yeah. And also, yeah, besides that, why are you listening to a child? Like, you are the adult. Like, <laughs> Lay the law down. Come on. He actually pulled rank like, off screen. Like, hey, by the way, I'm a princess. Like, <laughs> who are you? Yeah. You're fucking nothing. Like, I don't want to pull rank here. I was trying to be, you know, responsible, but uh, pulling rank. I don't want to pull rank, but in the future, I'm going to get a bunch of movies, and I'm part of a trio, and you're yeah. – you're not even talked about. So, yeah, like, did you really even is... make? Did you even make the main trilogy? Oh, you didn't. Well, be gone with you. Yeah, I... you're gonna die before that. Yeah. Uh, so, and it's stupid decisions like this that are gonna get you killed. Exactly. Um, this but was a yeah, test, so... and you failed. We cut back here, and this is this is the scene with the fire. What is it? What is this, uh, Tommy? Like flammable rocks? I don't know. <laughs> and it's not even like if it was like a huge fire, I can understand. You, it's not that like large of it's like I guess it's like width wise, but like it's not tall, so it's not like, like blocking her, his view. Like if if you were there, Tommy, and I had a thousand dollars on one side, you would be able to sprint through it, right? Like yeah. I think, you, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, just like to me, it's like it doesn't make sense of like Darth Vader, someone we know that literally murders an entire town just because, like, wouldn't like deal with a couple more burns just to. Yeah, I was waiting for him to just walk through the fire. Like, the scene of, like, Darth Vader just trudging through flames to, like, decapitate the droid is exactly what I was expecting to happen. I was Like, like, I think we've seen this, this, like, if you want to, like, separate them so the battle doesn't end. We've seen it in, like, Clone Wars and stuff. Like, the ground breaks. It's, like, obviously live action. There's only so much you can do, and I have to suspend some of my disbelief. But there is, like, I think we could have had a cooler, uh, you know, diverting of the two parties than, than this. So here's my thought, though, because you're right. I think Vader, if he wanted to, could walk through this fire. Um, is there any part of him that, like, enjoys the chase? Like, he's like, all right, whatever. You can run. I'll get you eventually. Oh, I thought maybe. Gonna, maybe that's what I, it is. I thought you were going to go with he's afraid of fire. Like, it's like even a small fire. He's like, oh, no. I it, mean, that's it, a good point. It, it, it could be. The, it, like, yeah, that's the only thing that would make <laughs> sense in my head. I hate sand. It's coarse and gets everywhere. And now there's fire on top of the rough. Sand. Yeah, it's just too worse. Uh, I hate yeah. sand fire. Oh. Yeah. So <laughs> what this... have I done? No. <laughs> this is where uh, stupid Talus shows up with or very the way cooler character, the droid. Um, and again, I, I thought we might get a hammer here, but no. That uh, she re- reignites the rocks and they save Obi Wan, who's being charred, and. Um, yeah, the, the three of them escape. Um, and I guess next year, we get uh, Leia. Leia is captured. I mean, poor decision, Tala. What'd yeah. you expect? Yeah. So, um, I don't know, guys. Uh, any uh, any theories for the next episode? I think it's going to be a lot more heavy focus. I think this is going to be the Anakin Skywalker Vader episode. Well, maybe we'll get some flashbacks. Maybe we'll get... But I think this is the one where that happens. I think, and I think we get it with. Uh, I think she delivers the girl to Darth Vader, and Darth Vader is just like, "Well, this is how we get Obi Wan back." And so then, like, something happens, and I don't know. I don't know. I, I would love if there was some kind of interaction between Leia and Darth Vader. I would love if that was something that we did there, just because of that. That'd be cool. Um, maybe yeah. like she was like, "Oh, well, like." you get Obi-Wan here, but let's kill this girl. And maybe like, he like somehow shows that he like senses who she is or something. And he's just like, 
no. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But I think we're going to get some kind of Darth Vader heavy episode for this next one. I think this is the one where Hayden Christensen gets to put down his acting chops. It's interesting because I don't believe Vader ever knows that Leia is his daughter. Like, I don't think that's ever discussed. And I, and I also, I like, I feel like I need to go back and rewatch a new hope and like examine all of these lines so diligently, because it's like when Leia and Vader meet in the beginning of that movie, it's like, is there any inclination that they've had past experiences together? Like, because like as a little, I know Leia's young, but that's not an image you forget. That's not a person well, you forget. Don't you remember the line where Darth Vader bumps into Leia and he says, Leia. Last time I saw you, you were knee high of a grasshopper. You were. How old have gotten? It was episode four of Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi streaming now on Disney Plus. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I think they're just they're doing whatever they want. It's frustrating because, like, I also was like, you know, last year I came on with my point about like no one's supposed to know what Dana can Skywalker. At least that's how I took New Hope. Is like this is a shocking thing when he comes out as like Luke, I am your father, and it's not that shocking if like I don't know. That's my my yeah opinion. because now it's Obi Wan just purposely being like oh yes yes Vader killed your father and wow this could really fuck up your head eventually when you find out that they're one of the same I'm going to talk in riddles because I'm a wizard <laughs> like <laughs> yeah you know I think it's gonna <laughs> this is the last time I want to see this of them I think it's gonna end up with a penultimate of them going to rescue a kid on a spaceship again. Just please, Star Wars, think of some new stuff. Not saving a kid. I, I say this because I love Star Wars so much, and there's so much more stories out there. It just gets frustrating that it's always kid rescue plan. Is <laughs> always how these shows go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's where the future. What the if future. we get at least like it's like it's it's Green Goblin holding um uh holding Mary Jane and the bus and spider-man has to save one what if he gets a hold of luke and um oh. he's got to pick between luke and leia that'd be interesting again that'd be weird because i feel like the whole thing with darth vader didn't know that luke existed yeah i was gonna say because then darth <laughs> vader would have to be like which one of my children are you saving and then he gets bonked on the head and forgets everything so yeah, yeah. <laughs> we find out this is all just a dream in darth vader's head <laughs> Hey, Christensen just like, ha! Ah! And Padme's like, Anakin, what's wrong? He's like, I had the dream. The one where I die in childbirth? No, the other dream where the children live and Obi-Wan Kenobi tries to kill me and I hover them over a, over the, the, the ledge. And, oh, and you were there, and you were there, and you, you were there too. And she's just like, okay, Anakin, take your medicine and go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm hopeful. I, I think they can turn this around. I think the fact that we're getting this so early makes me feel like there's more avenues. They're going to get this out of the way and there's going to be, it's, they need this to lead us down some cool storylines. We only got three more episodes. So whatever they're doing, they got to have to do it quickly. Like we don't have a lot of time here to, re to really do a lot more than the rescue mission of, we have to sneak onto the death star and save Leia because that's, what's going to happen. They're literally going to walk Leia up. Darth Vader is going to go, this girl, this is how we get Obi-Wan here. And then Obi-Wan and they're all going to show up and, yeah. You know, that's exactly what happens. Obi-Wan starts slicing and dicing through stormtroopers. We get in there. It's the girl, but standing in the way of the girl, Darth Vader steps in. And that's 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 the fight, folks. This and is how she it's says, aren't, go. You a, aren't you a little short to be a Jedi? Yeah. <laughs> and then he turns around and force snaps her neck, and we're all like, whoa! Yeah. And then you find out it was a trick, and then she's in the other room, and she's just like, I'm right here. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> 
Do do we think we get any uh any, any cool cameos? Um, I know oh, we. Is, this, I t- is it time for a cameo draft? Maybe. I'm taking Liam Neeson already. <laughs> yeah, Liam Neeson would be the. Well, if we can't take Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson's off the board. Do we get a Do we get it? Maybe not a full cameo, but do we get some new Emperor dialogue here? Maybe off screen, they were just like, hey, man, you want to say some lines for us real quick? And then we'll just like off screen. We, anybody can fucking do this. And then we'll just play, like, fucking throw the hood over your head. And then we'll just like show the dialogue. Like, that you see, here's want, the. Like, I got. I, yeah. You I guys already gonna, picked the best two cameos. That's the problem. I know, <laughs> I, I know what's going to happen. Uh, okay. So they're in Mustafar. Uh, Reva's gonna be walking down a hallway. She's gonna bump into a guy in a hood. It's Palpatine. He's gonna be like, "Whoa, you mess with my groove!" And then, uh, then uh, someone else is gonna show up and like, "You mess with the Emperor's groove!" And then they're gonna oh, throw no, Reva out, God. and that's how Reva's yeah. gonna uh, get uh, killed off. Uh, something happens, and like Leia gets like sure. stuck on like the ship, and then she's like, well, "Where do I go?" And Darth Vader's like, "Don't worry, Maya." My master's son is here. You can play with him in the back. We've got a little children like playpen. And she's playing with Ray's dad. Maybe that's something that we do. I don't know. There you go. Do we get maybe maybe we walk past and it's just like the, the emperor being like, Vader, look it, I'm done. And it's just like a prototype of Snoke running around being like, Roopa doopa doo ah. It's just a snow cameo would be cool. Yeah, yeah I, there's there's potential. Do we get any of them? I, I don't know. But you Do know. we get a Grogu cameo? What about a Maul cameo? Ooh, a Maul wouldn't be... What if what are we get to charge our Do we get Yoda cameo? at all? No, I don't mm, think so. Yeah, I think not. we get Grogu before we get Yoda. Yeah. I could see yeah. Yoda in like a, like, a, like a voice. Like he's sending a message like, oh, yeah, hold yeah. on. We only have three episodes. That's my yeah. thing. Like, if this yeah. was like, a little bit longer, I'd be like, oh, yeah, maybe Mace Windu shows up at some point. But, like, you know, it, we don't have time. And if it's going to be something, I think it's, I mean, obviously the obvious choice are to get the Wampas from Hoth in there. Right. Oh, yeah. And if we can't get them, then I don't know who else we get. Chad, I, I want to thank you for making this podcast completely unhinged here today. I do my um, best. I do my best. But, uh, I also I'm an agent to- of chaos. I want you. I want to give you the chance. Um, what, what's going on in your world, Chad? Tell the audience. Tell people where they can find you. Not much, man. I've got like nothing going on except for working, working, working. Um, getting ready for a big life change coming up here soon. So trying to make some extra money for that. Um, but you can find me anywhere uh, at Twitter at Chatting Tatum One, on Instagram at just underscore Chad underscore. Uh, follow me on TikTok at. Hi, this is Chad. I hate handles that are all the same to make it easier for you to find one person. I want unhinged chaos all the time. So I, have I, make, like, I make you work for it. I have like eight different platforms. They're all the Michael O'Rear. Um, Chad, I'm curious. So what are you doing on TikTok? Um, I usually dancing? tell I usually tell funny bartending stories. Okay. That's so. interesting. To, I will check it out. Uh, yeah. I, I don't post as I don't post as much as I would like to on it. Yeah. I'm a little That's I've been fun. really big into watching other people's TikTok. Have you yeah. seen Rolfer's sandwich? That's what I've been obsessed with lately. I don't know what that is. It's a guy who every day for lunch he makes a sandwich, but the sandwich is completely decided by our uh, D twenty dice. <laughs> so like all the bread, he rolls a dice. All the meat, send, he rolls a dice. Send yeah, me I this. Yeah, I will. I will. It's um, wild. I spend like way too much time watching all of those. Yeah, Tommy, um, what's going on in your world? Other than being handsome. Oh. And having a mustache. <laughs> 
Yeah, I wish I could pull off a mustache like that. My mustache He's, game is very bad. I said having a mustache. He said, "Aw, oh, <laughs> oh, I do have a mustache." Yeah, uh, you know, you, I'm out there in the world. Uh, Tommy Tibbets, you can find me on the Twitter. Uh, other than that, I run D and D sometimes in the. I do that too recaps. sometimes. You should sometimes. all join Posha Recaps if you haven't yet. Yep. Yeah. Uh, other than that. Not much else. I'll be on a podcast in a couple weeks. I'll talk about that when that releases. Oh, am I invited to that one? Uh, it's already happened. Uh, so, oh, oh okay. We can well, go so, back and. So, no, my invite got lost in the mail. Yeah, no, no. And Tommy, uh, what's your home address? Yeah. And my home address is this. Uh, <laughs> what's your social security number? Uh, yeah, that's basically, you know, I'm here. I'm here for you guys, the Stark Warriors. Don't you forget it. Yes. All right. Well, hey, uh, guys, thank you so much for doing this. Michael, um, what's going on with you? I must know. Not much, really. I mean, I'm doing I'm doing Star Wars. Uh, you can find me everywhere at the Michael Arrear. I make it super easy. You don't have to stress about it. You gotta TikTok. check out. You gotta watch Survive the Night if you haven't. It's a very Survive the Night. Yeah, I'll find, yeah, I've never talked about that. On, on Plug, it. Plug it. Plug it. I've been on it. I host a. It's me too. I, I did. All right, guys, well. settle down. I'm gonna plug it. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Um, it's a, uh, it's a online social strategy game. It lasts about three hours long. We do it on zoom. And, uh, if you're interested, shoot me a message. Yeah. I, uh, I, I played once. I did not uh, do well. Chad. Uh, listen, I'll let me name all the people on here who have done it. Chad. And that, that's it. Tommy hasn't done it. <laughs> I'm, I'm saving it for like a real shiny, you know, like, Oh, here I come. And then I'm going to go out <laughs> first and it'll be super embarrassing. <laughs> all right guys i'm gonna close this out here um i'd like to remind you guys to rate and review us on spotify and itunes um well i lost my notes uh oh no okay here we go and please subscribe uh oh, thank god you had the notes for that yeah and uh, i also like to <laughs> chad, get... right. we really I need to kick get you a... out chad. i can't <laughs> kick you out actually <laughs> oh no <laughs> well you're muted now now you're muted this is unhinged. This. <laughs> oh, he's on. Do it again. I do it again. It's broken. All right. Listen, I should just log off. If you want to join, no, 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 don't log off. Tommy, can you say the bye? Here, I got it. I got it. I got it. Farewell. Bye. Get out of here, please.